Ezra said, I think we need to cancel Darth Maul. Hashtag Darth Maul is over party. Start your sublight engines. It's time for RuPalp's Pod Race, a queer Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to another week of chaos. Um, my name is Mel. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me on TikTok at Grunkle Rex. And my gender this week is Darth Vader's gender reveal party using the Death Star. I think that takes heterosexuality to a whole new level. So how does that work though? Like, does the planet blow up like blue or pink? Yes. Did he put the dust yeah. in there before? Okay, it's kyber based, crystals. This was based off of a TikTok I saw. Um, and I was going to like show it to you guys, but it did get deleted yesterday. Hi, so I'm Jess. My pronouns are they, them. You can find me on most social media at kawaii jessio. And my gender this week is... Timothy Zahn, award-winning author of Rough Day. I hate you so much. <laughs> I am quitting this podcast right now. I, I'm really... I, I say I hate it here every week, but this week I mean it. <laughs> I love Sweet what Girl is... Thrawn. Yeah. <laughs> what is Rough Day if not just Thranto? Honestly, you're so right and you should say it. Thrawn says Sweet Girl and Eli's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Or Eli calls Thrawn well, okay, Sweet Girl. Wait, wait, does, that, like, does that mean does that mean that Eli's chist name is canonically Sweet Girl? Is that how that works? It's actually Yvonne. Um, if you read the it's, books, it's, you'd it's fucking actually, know that. It's actually Sweet Girl Yvonne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, okay, wait. Okay. Actually, sorry. Sweet Girl. I want to know. No, Mel, go. I want to know what this is going for. Okay, well, not to get into the lore of chist names, but you have like your core name, which is like the the one in the middle, and then there's like the your family name, which is the one in the front, and then on the back there is one that is just like a word that kind of describes you. We don't know what uh, Naruto is. I just said Naruto. Jesus Christ. Anyways, for <laughs> for Thrawn, but I'm saying Eli's could be Sweet Girl. <laughs> Hi, I'm Noah. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me on TikTok at the Jewish Jedi. Uh, and my gender this week is the critically acclaimed 1990 rom-com Pretty Woman. But instead of Julia Roberts, it stars Echo. Everything else is the same. <laughs> I And also uh, all the costuming is the same too. So we actually see Echo in like the red dress with the diamond necklace. And at the beginning when Julia Roberts, like big mistake, huge with the, the bags of clothing, it's just Echo in the clothing store I in the same would outfit. I watch that. I would I'm... watch that. Bad Batch um, episode five? I watched Tamara that. Morrison, if you're not busy, I can, we can get that done. I, I want to see that. No so script like change either. If you'd like to be whitewashed, we please call us. Um, We would like to make you Echo live action. <laughs> Echo is just Don't like- Don't do that to my boy, Tam. That's yeah, not so He Tam. deserves better than that. I'm sorry. I look at Echo and I'm like, Edward Cullen understudy is what I'm seeing right now. Like Twilight in space is what I'm looking at. <laughs> Um, hi, my name is Claudia. My um, pronouns are she, her. My username on TikTok, everywhere else is Claudia says, K-A-L-U-D-I-A says. Um, my gender of the week is my brother, my brother, my brother, my brother, my brainwashed brother, and me, um, which is the title of The Bad Batch. My name is Ollie. My pronouns are they, them. You can find me on pretty much all social media at Ollie Fresh with a PH. And my gender this week is explicit Plo Koon slash reader fan fiction. <laughs> what? I, I wish I you would can't stop. Take it anymore. I so when we say what? the mask stays on during sex, does that count for Plo Koon as well? Absolutely. Is that look? You would not fucking that. die if you didn't. No, I'm not saying that I've read it or that I want <laughs> to read it. I'm just so, so in Plo Koon's case, 
Does the fucker die tag apply to taking off his I can't, I can't. No, I can't do this anymore. I hate it. Mel, Mel, why are you looking it up? Mel has Mel has their phone out right now. Um, I'm not looking it up. I know there's a TikTok user who did get plagued with a very bad question about Plo Koon <laughs> and the fact that he is covering his mouth it? and nose. Have you guys ever seen his mouth and nose? I yes, think actually, I saw um, he has to cover like a every weird orifice. topic about that. Yes, exactly. It was, that Tim. it was Tim. It was Tim. Tim. It was Odin Actual. actual who I'm did have to get confronted that... with the fact that he probably does also have a butt plug. <laughs> I hate that. Hey, I'm so actually, sorry, Tim, that you're... Actually, my butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> no. Guys, I'm so sorry that this episode is off to such a rough start, um, especially considering what I know is on the agenda for later. It is not rough going start. to get better. It's a, it's a bit of a rough day. <laughs> Claudia's same mind. I will thank Timothy Zong for writing rough day. Guys, Pulitzer Prize winning book by Timothy Zong, rough day. <laughs> Timmy is absolutely fucking pissed that uh, Dave Filoni did not consult him for Rebels on Thrawn. So he said, fuck you. I'm going to write your little Mandalorian. <laughs> Timothy's on and his... jiggy with it. Timothy's going to decanonize the sequels through Rough Day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Totally serious moment, though. As somebody who's actually read Rough Day. Actual plot of Rough Day towards the like end or where it's been gone on hiatus is actually way more in character for Thrawn than it is for Dan. <laughs> I don't mean to turn this into the Rough Day episode, but we were looking at it last night in the Discord while we were going over like some stuff for the episode, and we were looking at Rough Day, and I was reading it in an Eli Vanto voice, and I was like, this actually feels like it could be a part of the first Thrawn book. Yeah. Exactly. Like, because it's really out of character for Din, but like the unhinged search thing, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, this is also So like, I have not read either of these things. And Please. I feel like I've been like <laughs> loved to the head, given head trauma, if you will. Epic record um, moment. I'm so sorry to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for staying with us through Plo Koon's butt plug and extensive conversations about Rough Day. Um, <laughs> Please don't send me your therapy bills. I simply do not have the money. Um, let's go ahead. Um, if you have therapy bills, you can tweet them um, at Joe Biden, and that will get it covered. Um, this is how so this is how we are getting Medicare for all. Anyway, let's talk about the Bad Batch. Um, this week, episode four came out, and it was called Cornered. There were a lot of fun moments. Um, we are officially. A quarter of the way through the season there are 16 episodes we just finished episode four it was it was it gave me like a rebels episode because it was like the besties are going to the grocery store and then it went horribly wrong and i was like oh it's giving me seasons one through two rebels we do love it here <laughs> epic seven I, ezra moment yeah i yeah. gotta admit i'm rarely a fan of the like child character runs off and gets into shenanigans because they couldn't pay attention or got distracted plot line like generally when that happens i'm like really However, uh, epic hunter dad moments really absolved that for me because watching him be like a concerned parent, I was like, never mind. This could be the whole show, and I would I would thank you for that. Like that was beautiful. It was very realistic. Like yeah, sometimes people lose their kid in the grocery store. Like it was it was actually quite. It was very. Omega looks up at Fennec and is like, "You're not my mom." I would like to posit um, 
a fun AU is if Fennec wasn't there and it really was just Omega and Hunter walking around that city on Pantora trying to find each other and Hunter's like, I need to speak to an administrator. I have lost my baby. Thinking about um that freaking doll po- portrait of him and, you know, oh, I missed it. You be dad as Omega's like running around looking for Hunter. When she had the little Stormtrooper toy, I was like, oh, it's just like Jin's toy. And then I was like, Epic Rexaw dad energy. Um, yeah, I'm just exactly. saying the only end of the Bad Batch where Omega is not with the Bad Batch is where she's adopted by Rexaw. I mean, Obviously. I think that has Truly. to happen. Jin deserves a sister. That does give me wacky uncle Gregor and Wolf, which is very powerful. Ooh. Is I, Gregor not Uncle Jesse? Or not Uncle Jesse, fucking the Uncle other Joey. One. Uncle Joey, yes. the fucking dork one. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my god. god. Gregor, Gregor and Wolf are Uncle Jesse and Uncle Joey. Wow. Love. Do we crack the wow. code? Star, Star Wars, Wars over Full House AU. <laughs> but um, I do want to say that while I was watching the episode, I was just thinking, what would it be like if Fennec did just take Omega and then became the Omega and Fennec show, being epic girl bosses together? I don't, think Star, I don't think Star Wars could handle that. If that had happened, I'm not going to lie, I wouldn't have been that upset. Especially because Fennec really was like, here, kid, be gay, do crime. And Omega was like, that's a great idea, bestie. Like, that's exactly how it should go. Wait, though, with Mel's Mel's theory of like, oh, maybe the batch dies or, or gets their chip activated, and then Fennec has to be the one who, like, raises Omega, kind of like how Saw did with Jin for a while, but then they get split up later on. Like, is this like, is this like the foreshadowing to, like, later... Like later, she's gonna be teaching her how to be to be gay and do crime. Like, I'm we, sad know, we know, we know that Dave Filoni only has one story to tell. So, <laughs> bounty hunter is softened by the love of a child. We've seen it before. We've been here, but now it's more girl bossy. I love that. Finally, a mom raising a child. Um, that's that's the representation we deserve. No, I was thinking about that a lot because I was like, finally, I feel so vindicated in this episode. Just her entire interaction with with Omega uh Fennec. I was just like, first of all, um, I do think that she's like hired by the Kaminoans. I think she's being too gentle with Omega um to be to be doing this for the empire i know some people have been saying also like boba fett i also heard a mall theory i think i saw See, on this, claudia's twitter they, well this was a, i don't know if i believe this or whatever but it did strike my fancy a little bit when people said it was very interesting that they didn't show who she was being hired by because everyone is assuming that she is being hired by the Owens or by the empire but they didn't show it and so then mm. i was like crimson dawn crimson was- dawn mall my boy <laughs> I, I was actually thinking about that as well because I feel like if it was the Kaminoans I almost I, I do I will say I do think it's the Kaminoans but I did think it was kind of weird that they didn't show them and this is again where I'm like okay this shows maybe for a younger audience so maybe they unlike us who are full-grown adults saw that and can kind of can, like process they're like okay it's probably the Kaminoans kids might not but I still did think it was weird I did see that theory about Maul, and I feel like that it doesn't not make sense. Um, At Galactic Trash on TikTok did say maybe it's Hondo, which I don't think is true, but is incredibly funny. And I did just want to throw that into the ring in case on some (laughs) off chance it ends up being true. That would be so good. Because the idea of Fennec Shand interacting with Hondo Onaka is maybe the funniest fucking thing on earth. 
Here's how he would, Hunter. That's so funny. <laughs> here's how Hunter Hondo can still win. <laughs> no, I hate you. Stop. I'm not. I will clarify for one day. This is um. I feel like this is a good time to say my um the way that I have gaslit myself. Um, <laughs> and I don't like to use the term gaslight to like I like to make sure that we keep words with their value for what they mean but I think I genuinely have gaslit myself because I've talked about he him lesbian hunter so much that I have started to believe that it is canon because when he and Fennec had their little fight I was like "Ooh, this is powerful and then I was like if this was a regular like straight couple I would be like I don't know why people are shipping them but I've tricked myself into thinking that they are lesbians and I'm like oh this is so good so now I think I accidentally do ship Fennec and Hunter yeah, in a roundabout way trans. that's so cool yeah. i love that for that like i'm just saying it's i have hurt myself that but- fight i was like i was like i, I am being I'm, as as a bisexual i'm being very attacked on this here i think both of them are homosexuals so they're not attracted to each other but i was very attracted to both of them i was well, like wow, see, this he a lesbian, the he he's, it's, he's a lesbian fixes all of that like yeah that's true i was joking it. about that at first but i'm like the, the more that comes out the more we find out about hunter the more i'm like Oh my God, I feel like I'm a mad scientist. I have a, str- a board with red string behind me that I'm frantically moving things. I'm like Hunter, headband, hey mama's lesbian. Okay, um, like- but here's here's the thing that I just keep on thinking about because I've th- been seeing a lot of people also comparing like Fennec's kind of energy to Ventress's. Quinlan Voss and Hunter also kind of have you- similar energies. Ooh, Your brain is mind. so large. Actually- like we want his energy to be i think quinlan boss is a little more chaotic oh absolutely absolutely i think i think i think it's more in in rooted in like their senses of right and wrong and like hunter's a little more obi-wan in that obi-wan has moments where he's he's like oh he's very straight laced and he's like no he isn't he's he's off the rails but like outwardly he's 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 straight laced while Quinlan Voss is the side of Obi-Wan that he would he tries to hide so like I would say Hunter is more like Obi-Wan but Quinlan Voss is like he's more like but I do I do get what you're saying if you're saying like Fennec Fennec and Ventress feel like because they are not I personally don't think they're that alike but the roles they fill in the story are yeah so I feel like if we say like Hunter and Quinlan have a similar energy it's not necessarily that they're the same but they fill similar roles in the story and they have similar like I I don't even want to say they have similar vibes because I agree with Claudia Quinlan is very much more especially in Clone Wars he's very like kind of flirty and kind of fun he's he's more lighthearted than Hunter is but I feel like in the story they fill a similar plot like they fill a similar hole yeah oh mel well and in that vein yeah. too like all of dave's uh dad characters in 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 plot they fill the same role but they do it in very different ways like in theory you could argue that din and hunter are on the same playing field because they are gruff dad softened my love of a child but characterization wise they're completely different so i feel like that's like like the ventress to fennec shand pipeline um, to me, the thing about that is that they they fill similar occupations in the narrative without being the exact same character. Like I don't think that they're I don't think they have similar energies like Ollie was saying, but they do a lot of the same sort of like femme fatale milf energy stuff. That's exactly that's exactly what I was trying to say, but I didn't know how to articulate it. So thank you. 
if we're comparing Ventress to Fennec Shand, which we all agree, and somebody said actually their music sounded the same, which I was like, wait a minute, I kind of got the same vibe. Um, and you were saying, oh, Hunter gives me more like Din. I was like, my hot take is that Quinlan is actually more like Kanan. I was just thinking about like that whole thing. And then I was also thinking about just like Fennec as like a bounty hunter, because this is the really the first time we've truly gotten to see that. Like we kind of saw in the Mandalorian, but this is her just like in her element, like girl bossing it up. Um, And I just was like obsessed with this whole like energy she had with Omega, because obviously she's like trying to get this child to trust her. Like, I don't know how much of that is, you know, necessarily sincere, but there was a, a brief, brief moment where I was like, there, there might be some sincerity uh, laced in here. Um, But I just love that, like, you know, she like saves um Omega from falling off the building, which of course, once again, she is trying to get her bounty. But then she just immediately like kills those Pantoran cops, like no hesitation. I was like, okay, based queen. Hey, <laughs> A cap Fennec Shand is everything to me. Um, her like being like, oh, I'm being nice to this child, and you're like, it's not that sincere, but it kind of is a little bit. It's giving me Maul and Ezra. It was giving me Maul and Ezra so much of like, yeah, he's trying to trick him a little bit, but he also like is kind of like genuinely reaching when, out. When when you're well. so deeply lonely, you're just gonna like hang out with the first kid who sees you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh. Um. I think something that Mel had said about um, Fennec saving Omega, something that really made me be like, oh, like Fennec is being a little bit sincere is when Omega was about to, when Fennec was about to drop Omega and was like, tuck and roll when you land. Cause, and that gave me a moment where I was like, oh, I could totally see Fennec taking this child under her wig and under her wig. <laughs> Oh my god, this is a gay podcast. Wigs, wig snapped, flu hunting. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Stop it right now. I gotta um, go. Taking her under her wing and training her to be like a bounty hunter. I'm powerful. We've been we've been inching toward the idea that it's possible Omega goes with Fennec. Hear me out on this. Cinematic parallels because Hunter early on is like, we're not fit to care for this child. So we're gonna give her way to Sue. Hear me out on this. End of the bad batch. Um, it's just Hunter and Omega left, and he fully is like, I'm not like he's gonna pull a heroic I see, sacrifice. I can't do this. No, because hear me out. He would literally be like, I'm gonna put her with Fennec and pull a heroic sacrifice and save her and then die because that's <gasps> how we get the bad batch rogue one. And then Omega goes up to Fennec because honestly, the mom vibes just like Fennec were strong. Literally, no, literally. <laughs> because the mom vibes with Fennec this episode were so like I like we talked. I know she's a bounty hunter, but I was like, no, there's something here. But I just I feel like it's gonna go something like that, like Grogu and Omera kind of thing. But like it actually happens this time. Well, the same thing happened with Venture. I mean, the same thing happened with. Ventress where like then she becomes a bounty hunter or whatever and then she's like oh oh wait a minute wait a minute she yeah she she sees Ahsoka and she's like I'm gonna get your bounty and then she's like you know what girl power girl boss child um actually she's like she's like oh your master abandoned you you know what fuck these clowns um and she's like actually I'm your big sister now and then she's like you know what Anakin go fuck yourself and it was giving it oh shit it was really giving me Ventress and Ahsoka okay. vibe you know what oh. I just what just occurred to me how much Fennec's ship looks like Ventress's ship oh, oh my god you're wait, a minute, wait yeah. you're actually so right again Dathomir Maul though 
Da- Wait, guys, 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 pause, pause. We know that Omega has that weapon that they, that she gets later on that looks like one of the Night Sisters' bows. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh my god. What, what if Fennec is the one who gives her that? Girl, okay, it would make sense Fennec because from being Fennec Daphne. is a sharp shooter. Oh my and- god! Guys, I want to say, this is like, you guys are listening to us have real-time realizations, and we've been t- talking about this episode since it came out, which was almost 24 hours ago, and the fact that we have just had, like, eight earth-shattering moments in the last, like, 30 minutes. I, just... I will say this, too, because, like, I really do want um, Fennec Shand Omega team up, because I, as you established, I'm a stickler for, like, gruff characters softened by child, but I also, like... I don't know, because I think we've collectively agreed that the idea that the Bad Batch makes it out of their own show alive is low on a likelihood scale, because for plot-related reasons, it'd be kind of complicated to pull off. But also, I just love the idea of, like, okay, Galaxy Brain for a second. The end of the Bad Batch is actually just Rex and Fennec and Omega just leave together. (laughs) That's the whole show. Rex is like, I'm your new dad. (laughs) It's like, all right, kid, I'm your new dad. Um, I hate it Oi, Mister, you me dad. <laughs> that's the end of the bad batch right there. It's just that Your sentence. Ricks? I miss my dead hunter. They I look just... at each other. Omega looks at Rex, and Rex looks at Omega, and they're like, "You're blonde." And that's the end of the show. Right there. As this, as this, blonde. as the resident CEO of having the headcanon that Rex is a natural blonde since um 2008. I do want to say that if that happened, I really do think you would have to do the podcast without me because I would be sent to some sort of prison for how I would behave. Fennec taking in Omega would also, like, I feel like, wreck me emotionally or something. Do something to me, especially since, like, you know, later on we know that, like, she'll, like, team up with Boba Fett. And if, like, if Omega really is a Django clone, if, like, (laughs) hanging out with Boba will make her think of Omega... Or maybe that's why she does trust Boba. Wait, pause. Like you make me think of my my sweet daughter. But also the only other like we don't have many moms in uh, in the Star War. But I will say the only other like it's giving me Hera and Sabine. Like the few crumb morsels of Hera and and Sabine and Hera being like, I'm your mom now. Um, I see your mommy issues. I'm your mom now. <laughs> so true, bestie. Um, do we want to, we've talked a lot about Fennec as we should. Do we want to talk about um, epic wrecker head trauma again? Because I really was like, okay. Yeah. Fennec man- one-shotted him. Fennec one-shotted Hunter too. Like she smacked him in the head with her helmet and I'm, and then she took wrecker out and I'm like, did the Bad Batch, is one of their mutations that they have very weak skulls? Sims. <laughs> I, I-, <laughs> I will say this about uh, epic head trauma moments this episode. I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking it's not gonna be a chip problem because if it were it'd be weird to do this to all of them and literally like in some capacity at this point I think everyone besides tech and echo has experienced epic head trauma I so would argue like, echo has had a lot of head trauma I think well no yeah over fair. his not, tenure not, not in the remember show, though, the cafeteria like, you're oh, so right I forgot about that oh, oh my, my god. god so echo's the only one who has the echo's the not Echo. Tech is going to be the one who lives. Tech, everyone's favorite. Well, I hate it here. Um, no. Oh, also, I, if yeah. you guys want to tag um, Noah in some more tech videos, that would be really cool. Stop He's at right the Jewish Jedi now. on TikTok. Stop that right fucking now. This might be against my brand, but I want to say it before we get a tech development episode and I look like an asshole. 
I want to say that in this episode, I didn't hate tech. I think that I think that now that we are getting to the point where they are not trying to nail in everyone's personality as this big archetype, because I think in the first three episodes, it was like Tex, the nerd character and Hunter's the gruff dad and Crosshair's the asshole. It's like, that was very much in the first couple episodes, they were really nailing it in. And in this one, they were all kind of allowed to be characters. I really felt like this one was the first that felt like an episode and not just explanation and introductions. I felt like so that I feel like Wrecker with with Wrecker's little moment with Omega, like absolutely, it was like oh, like oh, little cute moment. But it was Wrecker, very, it was like a very yeah. like natural. He was like, "You mess with her, you mess with with me." But yeah. then he like he like holds her in his arms, and then he's like, and he's like, "It's okay, it's gonna be okay." And then he's like, "You fell and whatever." And it was like it wasn't like Wrecker being like, "Ha ha, I'm the funny raw man." It was just like him being like a normal person. Also. Wrecker, Wrecker holding Omega really added the years onto my life that Tarkin Talk took away. Period. I was upset because I was like, okay, everyone is going to be able to hug Omega except Hunter. I hate it here. I was just thinking also, like, Wrecker really has a, another big dad moment that we're not talking about at the very end of the episode where Hunter's like, oh my god, this beautiful lesbian is a bounty hunter and he's after Omega. And Wrecker's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She doesn't need to know about bounty hunters. Yes. Yes. I I love that. That's one of like the few, uh, there was a moment like that last episode too, where whatever I was like, I I keep having this feeling of like, oh, this feels very like real and very grounded of like, oh, this would be very scary for it. It was also like when they crash landed and they were like, oh, we're fucked. Like, like, you know, it's not like when the, when the Jedi come, you know, jump out. I said this last week, but like when the Jedi jump out and they're like, okay, we'll figure it out and whatever. And they were like, oh no, we're fucked. Like this time it was like, oh, we have a child here and the, the, this child would be, oh shit, this child would be afraid. And like, and Wrecker's like supposed to be the stupid one. And he, and he was like, hey, can we not? Like, she doesn't have to know what a bounty hunter is. She's like nine. Like <laughs> truly epic real world, real world consequences moment. He really- Oh. No, just go. I just wanted to say he really learned from last time when he was like saying, We're gonna die. And then you know they're Character like Wrecker, you can't just say that. There's a child here. I will say this. Um, because I am enjoying this so far. However, we are a fourth of the way through the season. And to say that there is a like plot of the show is a little bit loose. And it's common with Dave, like this happened in Mando season one, and I'd argue oh, even for most season same. two. Because, and I, I enjoy what the show's doing, but I'm also like, okay, where is this going? We have a tangential idea of like, be on the run from the empire, but I'm also like, that, why? What, what is, what are we doing? Basically, I want to know that. Um, I was going to say, I was actually thinking about this yesterday. And I think that after this episode, I feel like this episode was really, episodes one through three seemed like they were a lot of exposition. I feel like episode four was the first one where I felt like we were actually getting plot beyond that. I think next episode is really going to put us, if not into a fully developed plot, it's going to give us an idea of where we're going to go. Rex. I was just going to say, I don't know if Rex is going to be in the next episode because having Fennec then Rex would be a lot for me personally to handle. But I do feel like Rex is going to be the one who's kind of their quest giver. So what I think is going to happen is Rex is going to appear in one episode earlier on and be like, hey guys, you need to go to Onderon and help Saw do X, Y, Z. And I think once, because we also didn't have any crosshair in this episode, 
we didn't have any imperial real like imperial antagonists in this episode i feel like there's going to be more in the next one i feel like rex is going to be their quest giver and i feel like that is going to lead them and push them to this fight with crosshair and the empire and that's going to be the plot again this is all speculation but i do think the next episode is going to give us a bit more energy there the thing that I'm here for about this show as well, because I, I know that I'm I, I'm going to 180 for a second, because I'm like, it's a little bit filler, but like, it's showing, at least me personally, a portion of Star Wars timeline that we actually haven't really like explored before, which is like the direct um, implications of the Empire coming to power. Like, I think I think one of the earliest stories we see, we've seen recently is like Cal Kestis, but that's at least like five or six years after the establishment of the Empire. Five. Oh, I just told me it's five. Um... But like that, to me, it's really interesting to observe because like I like that one that this little scene where we see citizens like celebrating the clones and be like, oh, the war is over. And I'm like, that was cool to see. I was like, oh, I'm interested in like this part of the Star Wars world. I, I will have to say from like speaking from like a like comparing like streaming shows to like broadcast shows especially with the animation like usually there's a lot more episodes i would say even with the clone wars which began and was mostly broadcast like if you looked at the at the clone wars at this point if you counted them by arcs instead of by episodes um you'd be like okay what's the plot here they're just they're just fighting the war and and obviously we know what the plot is like anakin's gonna fall into the dark like we we know we, we know but like what's the what's the overarching like I think that's, for me, that's kind of the nice part is that like you're dropped in here and like there, there's nowhere to go. Like we can just vibe and tread water. And I think that's why the shows are so much better than the movies because we can just like be like, and I think like that's, that's, that's a strength of, of uh, the Clone Wars and then eventually Rebels as well, where they're like, yeah, you know, we're going to do a couple of battles here and then you know what, we're going to tread some water and then we're going to, you know what, we're going to go to Dathomir and then we're going to tread some water and then we're going to go to Mandalore and then we're going to, you know what, and then we're going to try this out and like a little sampler platter of everything. Um, but we're going to do it extremely well. <laughs> so for me, like, when it's like, it, I, I try to keep it in perspective, like, oh, what's the plot? What's the whatever? Because I'm like, this was being broadcast, like, please, I'm a fan of the Rapunzel, of the Tangled show, I'm a fan of a lot of, a lot of shows, whatever, like, especially animated ones, especially ones for kids, well, I'm like, at this point, it would just be, like, filler, 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 like, it would be, like, that exposition, like, uh, like Ollie said, and then, uh, and then it'd be, like, filler, 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 so I'm just, like, I, I, I'm just, like, vibing, um, and it, it, but it is an only, 16 episode season which I mean it's longer than the Clone Wars season so I don't know I don't know this, this is just my thought to be I fair I, I know that we know that we all like believe that this is going to end with the characters getting Rogue One but that doesn't mean it has to happen in one season yeah I was also um, we were talking about this um I I think that this is definitely going to be more than one season because all of the other shows they've had that have been one season they have said limited series like Obi-Wan Kenobi we already know how many episodes it's going to be and it's like, oh, it's a limited series. The Bad Batch has not had that. I do think, I do believe that the show is going to end with them um, being uh, not around. My fun new theory actually about how the Bad Batch is gonna end is not that they're gonna die, 
but that they are going to have fun chip moments and go back to the empire. I can't with you. It's Please be quiet. Um, um, and maybe will... not even all of them, but maybe some of them, because that just hurts that's me worse. so much more. Uh, that's, anyway. I realize that's worse. Um, okay, that's so fun. I did want to say this too, because um, I am personally, when it comes to more high concept stories, I tend to believe that TV is a better way to accomplish that Thank because you. you just have more time. Star Wars is a really out there set of ideas. And you notice that in the movies, and I, to be clear, I love all the movies and there's something funny, literally every one of them, even the ones that I'm like, that was bad, but still. Um, and this is the last thing I'll say, because I want to talk about Echo. But um, the thing the thing about shows like these is they give us a lot more time with the characters. So by the end, we're really more connected to them. Like to give a bad example, well, not a bad example, but like WandaVision for me was a good example of that. Yeah. I could not have cared less about Wanda's character and the MCU at large. So I was like, who cares? Like, congrats, you glow red, whatever. But the show gave us so much time with her character and her characterization and her story that I actually ended up like liking her a lot afterwards. So I'm like, maybe just make more TV shows that are good. Plot fucking twist, I might actually do better. Who knew? Like, but anyway, um, Echo, let's talk about that. <laughs> That was so fun. I'm so happy Super you weird. did this work, though. I, first I of all, my, my first thought, and I did talk about this on TikTok today, um, but that's not when this will air, so who cares? But um, I immediately, he was like, I'm worth more than that. I'm like, male escort Echo. Echo has truly been pushed around in every single arc that he has been in, in every show ever. I am rewatching The Clone Wars right now, and literally, like, <laughs> literally the entire arc with the domino squad everyone's like shut up echo like the entire arc fives is like oh my god you are so annoying and then it's just the two of them and he's still like girl i love you but shut up and then he dies echo snap i I want echo to snap (laughs) let let he needs to he's he came closer to snapping in this episode i liked to see some angry echo behavior let's keep that energy going when he pulled that Glock out on that droid, I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Bird was like, I'm in charge. She's like, you want to fucking die? Do you want to fucking die right now? She, like, hello? Rocket into the top of my favorite, my my favorite uh, Bad Batch member. It was like, I was like, oh, he's like solidly up there. And I was like, no, now he's my favorite. <laughs> like, also like, oh, sorry, Jess, go ahead. Echo, I feel like, is just always that, like, meme where it's like, I'm this close and, like, the fingers are, like, almost touching. <laughs> yeah. he's the, he's the, I'm a healer, but... <laughs> I feel like Echo, this is something, too, I was thinking about, I was talking to Mel about this yesterday, is how I was like, I feel like everything we know about Echo is through the lens of another character. Like, in Clone yeah. Wars, yeah. what we learn about Echo is through fives, mostly, and then in the next season, or in season seven, it's through Rex's eyes. So it's interesting to see Echo actually be his own character and be his own lens. And I was saying to Mel literally right before the episode, I don't really know that much about Echo other than the fact that everyone thought he was annoying. <laughs> so it's, it was really two, cool to see him There are that. two things that I think about with Echo as a character in The Bad Batch. One is that I really like that they make it clear that he's still kind of unsure about them. Like... He's like, yes, I live here. However, y'all are fucking weird. Like, and two, they had that disguise like ready. So I'm like, have hey, you done I, this before? This is what I was going to say, because I, I love to talk about their outfits. Like we did talk about like Hunter's little going out outfit, which he wore again in this episode. Um, Very and then And we have, we have Wrecker's, we have Wrecker's outfit, but they didn't have him wear it this episode. And Tech doesn't have an outfit, but apparently Echo 
Mao has a full-on droid cosplay. Um, His where, droid where cosplay is so good. Outfits like it's giving me the sailor, the sailor scouts. Like I'm like, okay, King, go we off. We can't keep doing this. this. We can't keep doing this, Claudia. I will not be. I will not be parlay to this fucking shit. I love you, <laughs> but if every goddamn I week you resort to Sailor Moon. No one said I you were wrong. We all, all don't I, know what you're talking about. All I'm saying is <laughs> no, Sailor, literally. Sailor Venus as codename Sailor Venus. Who is that? Who is that? She has Who is Sailor Venus? Anyway, like, Echo's outfit, his hey, droid outfit. Very fruity. I liked that yeah. when I saw that when I saw like the clips and like the promo images of him in that, I'm like, Echo, what are you wearing? Get that off. Go change. And then I saw it in the episode and I was like, oh, that's actually very fun. It's really cool, but like if he takes like if the mask is up, it looks really stupid. Like Echo, what are you doing? <laughs> like I'm, I'm really so sorry. I love but you, Echo, see. but you look dumb. I'm so sorry, but the fact that he has a little faceplate on his face, he looks like fucking imposter. <laughs> he looks like a bad That Echo is the one character of the Bad Batch whose casual outfit is a tank top that is just like the one I'm wearing right now. So fully like tits out and a pair of booty shorts that say "Droids won't let me die" on the ass. Because that I think is what he used to wear all hey, the time. If somebody draws that for us, um, I I would I will I love would, you. Please I tag me in it. Your feet, please. And please. scratching I if you're hearing this. I will make a TikTok about it because I do have an amazing follower who makes art every time I bring it up. So I will do that, and we'll get back to you. So are we what? pushing the Echo Thought agenda? Yeah, that's what we're saying. I'm okay, pushing. Right. I'm pushing Echo. Would want him to be a Thought. You're so right. Disabled boy would be so proud of his twin brother. Um, I, I wanted to add though, like since we were talking about like masks and Echo's outfit, like, like full offense to Hunter, but like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you're a clone. Literally. People are gonna recognize you. <laughs> also, he's the most clone-looking clone of all of them. Truly, he looks the closest to other. Cl- I mean, that's why he could wear him. armor. He's like, I need an actual yeah. outfit because if I'm wearing armor, everyone's gonna clock me immediately. Which is why in the Discord earlier, I did propose that he gets a Phantom of the Opera mask to cover up his face. And I said to cover up his tattoo because that was recognizable. And Jess was like, you're so stupid. He should cover up the other side because that's that's the clone side. And I was like, I am chronically dumb. So you'll have to forgive me. But the image of Hunter wearing a mask that only covers half of his face is absolutely very funny to me. I love that. I, I love it here. Again, if someone draws this, I will bow at your feet. Pencil also, I, I want him I want him to wear a mask that has the level of uh, elegance and over-the-top-ness of every single one of Padme Amidala's outfits. Please. So yes. like, I also <gasps> think we may have feathers. just gotten our first I love it here. Wait, side <laughs> yeah. note. Side note, I know I'm not going to get this, but I do ask this in every series and whatever I I always want a little bit more luxury in the Star Wars universe. Like I love the I love the oh we have to dress up for a mission AU. I want to see that with the Bad Batch. I want to see their little oh we got a shop for clothes montage. Like I want to see it. I want to see it. Um, <laughs> I think it'll be great. Um, it is bold of you to assume that Wrecker could wear a suit or anything that no it would be whatever he has will be like awful it would be very comedic wrecker goes to a wedding in one of those t-shirts that have the tuxedo (laughs) print on it see i was actually thinking like you know like um i don't even know how to describe the the type of dress it is but it's like a scarf with a hole for your neck and then you sit yeah yes yes with the belt he needs like that that one that's like that 
is like the entire back is open and it yes. barely just covers like yes. it just covers like the ass and the boobs and that's it epic record thought moments record uh, honestly we're sleeping on okay this might be really niche but do you guys know that tumblr post that's like i hate those shows where there's like a one woman in the team and they make her dress up as like a prostitute or whatever to go and seduce the enemy and then she comes out and is all uncomfortable there should be a trope with that where she comes out and is all uncomfortable so then they just have one of the guys do it and it's like this big burly guy that but it's wrecker he's the one who plays like the thought jockstrap wrecker that's Somebody my, did that my with hot Obi-Wan. take for the day oh I'm also so if you're gonna draw me. that please tag me uh my um, handle's the jewish jedi so let's you. um let's go ahead i think um i feel like overall it seems like the general consensus was that this was a good episode do we all agree yeah absolutely yeah. okay fennec um, shand 2021 i believe that fennec shand hey jess um, do you want to give us that good good cody watch update uh you know i thought that there was a chance, like Josh pointed this out. Josh um, at Coughing Skywalker on TikTok, he said, "You know, cornered. It like could have been Cody, like if he removed several of the letters and add a Y, but it was just a red herring. He wasn't there. I'm sorry. That's powerful. Um, there is something actually that I wanted to bring up. That so." For those of you who don't know, if you've never listened to our podcast before, we do spend a lot of time talking about fan fiction. So we were thinking this week, we also have off pod, off the pod, we've been a little bit obsessed with making tier lists recently. Um, this is usually something that happens at like 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so I am usually very tired. But one that we were trying to think of was like, who's the most shippable character? And we were thinking about numbers. And I was like, now who has the most fics written about them on AO3? So I did spend, I would say this took me about two hours. I had a tier list that I made that is of the characters based on how many um, how many AO3 works they are tagged in. Um, and I will say this is straight up full name tag so I cannot account for any problems, like any, any like, oh, maybe this character goes by a different name. I tried my best to account for them, but there has to be a bit of a margin of error. Um, let me go ahead and pull it up and send it to all of you on Discord. Okay, so I did pull up the list, the tier list that I made, and we will post this on our Instagram with the launch of the episode so you guys can look at it. Um, or I believe we'll probably have to post it on Twitter because it's quite large. Epic um, social media promo moment. What I have here is a tier list that I made on tiermaker.com. Um, and it is one called Star Wars characters, so it is not exhaustive. There are a lot of characters that aren't on here, um, but it covers most of the main ones. The other thing I have that you guys cannot see is a list of all of the characters and how many fan fictions there were as of March 20th, 2021 at 5.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so do you guys want to start? Let's start do you from the mean, bottom. Do you mean May or March? I meant to say March. I apologize. You meant to say March? No, March. I meant to say May. I'm literally- <laughs> That is the truth. Wait, guys, the, the Bad truth? Batch was on very late last night, so I had to stay up and watch it. Um, the other thing I will add is that we do know that not all fan fictions are on AO3 and that that is not representative of the fandom as whole. Personally, I just think it has a better tagging system. It's easier to categorize, so it's easier to do this kind of stuff in. Um, and I think a lot of people use AO3, but keep in mind that this is not a perfect 
this is not by any means scientific. It's just for my curiosity. So the first we have is less than 100 ficks. Um, the lowest person is the Kalazeb child, uh, Revan. Oh. Um, I did actually look up Kalazeb kid fic to find that statistic. So there's <laughs> that. So in less than 100, we have Enfys Nest from Solo, Omega, L3, Dryden Boss, Bosk, Iden Versio, Nine Nub, The Bendu, <laughs> Newt Gunray, Trace Martez, uh, Peel from the Citadel Arc of Clone Wars, Bib Fortuna, Frog Lady, <gasps> Rafa Martez, Beckett from Solo, Dengar, <laughs> who was one of the bounty hunters that Fly was- Fly high Dengar, RIP Angel. <laughs> he was one of the bounty hunters that was sent to get um, Han Solo. Greedo, Babu Frick, Embo from season six, I believe, of Clone Wars. Battle droids as a whole. Wicket, the Ewok. Um, oh my gosh, why can I never remember this guy's name? Wat, Wat Tambor, Val from Solo. The Oops. Val from Solo? No, Wat Tambor. I don't oh, that's a Wat that Tambor. He's yeah. a separatist. Thank you. He's that a separatist. Could, oh. I literally was like, Watt Tambor? That's Watt Tambor. And I'm like, exactly. He's the one, he's the one who Echo into the mainframe. Wig, okay. Um, the Geonosian King, Salacious B. Crumb, Stormtroopers. I actually did Stormtroopers. I did TK421. Um, you mean Poggle the Lesser? Yes, that is Poggle the Lesser's okay, The Geonosian thank King. You. Um, the Wampa, Boss Nass, Zero the Hut, Rio, and Kalazeb Kidfic. Um, I actually read those from highest to least. So Enfys currently has the highest at 97. And uh, Revan, aka Kalazeb Child, has six. So they range from, they go from uh, top to bottom. Disappointing really to find my gay icon zero in the bottom. So much for gay rights. who don't know why we call Revan Kalazeb Child, please listen back the last three episodes and you'll understand um okay so i feel like most of these to me make sense i would agree with that i wasn't surprised by anyone so this is where we start getting a little bit um upsetting because part of this was very fun and then there was a certain point where some characters i put on and was like oh my god they're here for this is a problem so now we have 100 to 500 um i will go from lowest to highest which is Aura Singh, who had exactly 100 at the time of me checking. Mother Talzin, IG-11, Watto from Phantom Menace, DJ from um, <laughs> The Last Jedi. My king. Dex, Dex Jetster, Quill from The Mandalorian, <laughs> Prey Vizsla, <laughs> Migs Mayfeld, Pong Krell, Cad Bane, who I really thought oh. was going to be higher. Trilla. Wait, he's in this. Trilla? My icon, icon, Trilla? Yeah, well, here's what's also fun. Pretty much all of the characters from Jedi Fallen Order except for Cal Kestis are in this category. Hey, besties, Um, why does Quizzy have more? I'm sorry to spoil that information. I'm not done. Let me get, okay, so we have Trilla's also here. This is 100 to 500. Admiral Akbar, Grease from Fallen Order, BB-1 from Fallen Order, Kira from Solo, Pelimoto, the Great Inquisitor from Rebels, Jar Jar Binks. Marin. Jar- wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I have to stop you. Jar Jar, Jar Binks has more fix than Trilla does. 
and and Quizzy has more fakes than Trilla does. Quiznos. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I redact my I love it here. Um, I hate it here. <laughs> then we have Marin from Fallen Order, Seer Junda from Fallen Order, Jabba the Hutt, Crosshair, Kiani Mundi, Wrecker, Tech, Hunter, Gonky. Gonky has more than Hunter? So this is this is actually tagged Gonk Droid. Um for there reference. Are more fixed with Gonk Droid in it than there are with Wrecker. <laughs> I hate it here. Gonk Droid has Gonk Droid has 406 and Hunter has 397. Oh my god. Um then Moth Gideon, Zori Bliss, um Sagarera, <gasps> Hanjo Onaka, Savage Opress, no! and uh <laughs> and General Pride or Admiral Pride. I from uh, Rise of Skywalker. From the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, he actually has the fact that this guy from Rise of Skywalker has more fix than Hondo Onaka and Saw Gerrera is a crime. I hate it here. I um, hate it. Also, here. I would again, Kiati Mundi outranks <laughs> Trilla. Next is 500 to 1,000, which includes uh, notable members such as Grievous. Not Grievous having more than Saw Gerrera. Luminara does Trilla, have more than Justice Grievous. for Trilla. I'm sorry. I'm going to remain um, mad about this. I feel like all of the ones in this category, I'm kind of shocked. I'm like, I feel like they're just kind of right. Like, I'm not surprised, but some of them I am. I'm happy to see Cobb Vanth here. Um, I'm, I'm upset to see how I'm high. Upset. So, okay. This though should be higher, babe. Let me, let me go ahead. I'm going to really quick go off everybody who's here. Grievous, Luminara, Cobb Vanth, Kit Fisto, Grief Karga, um, Fennec Shand, in Peru, Shakti, Uncle Owen, Jana, Dooku, Cal Kestis, um, oh my gosh, Isla Sakura, and Tarkin. What the fuck? So do we want to place bets on how on the percentage of Tarkin's fix that are gay? Oh yeah. Because I'm yeah. just saying we don't know for sure, but I would put it above 30. I'd put it above 50, I'll be real. Hold on, are these numbers are just appearances and fix in general. This is simply appearances. Th there is a chance that some of these, they are not the main character. They are just appearing in a fic. They're notable Correct. enough to be tagged in the description of the fic. I Correct. hate that Tarkin is the top one in that. Some of them character-wise do make sense just by like the amount that they show up in that era or in certain mm -hmm. stories. But then other ones like... Vessi, Cobb Vanth. <laughs> no, leave him alone. You, no, no. You... Love Cobb Vanth. the Dilf discourse. But, but <laughs> Kit Fisto should be higher, Vessi. Like, Kit Fisto has tentacles. Cobb Vanth is playing with Timothy Oliphant. Okay, and I will not your, take. Your fucking point. Get out. Kit Fisto is the best. I am in a room with Kit Fisto fuckers, and I am the only one here who I, knows the story. No we're, we're, we're all recording separately. Who else is in the room with you? It's just you. Are you? Wait, so Epic you Noah Lord drop? Darth Maul is hot, but not Kit Fisto? Get the fuck out. Darth Maul doesn't have, look like a squid. I'm Get not in fucking cephalopod. I, I am Let's not in, continue I, on. I will hey, not at least Kit, fucking a at, cephalopod. Look, at least Kit Fisto brushes his teeth. Oh, <laughs> Maul, Maul, guys, I'm so sorry. Maul has not. Maul went to a dentist one time and he bit the dentist. I can't <laughs> believe we're day. having Kit Fisto discourse on this Fisto Friday. Happy Kit Fisto Friday, everyone. 
Kid Fist stories is okay. Next Kid next Fist category, we got it. Yes, category. let's go. Our next category is the biggest, which is one thousand to three thousand. Um, I feel like this one makes this is a lot. Um, Why is Chopper here? Why is Chopper? <laughs> Chopper is in more. The, the lowest is Barris, and Chopper is right next to her. So there are more fix with Chopper than Barris. Happy to see Bail Organa here, where he belongs. Um, yeah. So we have. I know we just said that I shouldn't read them off, but I feel like I want no, to. Go, 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 go. Okay. We have Barris, Chopper, Krennic, Bo-Katan, Ventress, Ventress, and Quinlan right next to each other, which is powerful. Haldo, Callus, Shmi Skywalker, Jango Fett, Echo, um, uh, Wedge, Wait, pause. Antilles. Where's Zeb? We'll get to him. Oh, he's on, he's on here. Okay. Yes. We'll get there. Wedge, Satine, Plo Koon, Cara Dune, uh, uh, K2SO, C3PO, Bail Organa, Lando. That's low for Lando. That's really wow. low. Baze, Maz Kanata, Zeb, Truitt, Fives, Sabine, um, C3, C3PO, um, what is his name? R2D2, Thrawn, Boba Fett, Darth Maul, and Darth Vader. Pause. There is more fic for Zeb, Chirrut, and Baze, and then there is then there are appearances for Lando Calrissian. Now, yeah. yes, has he been around for forty years? And most a lot of that fan fiction was not written on archive of our own. Absolutely. However, the chair to this fandom, Lando Calrissian, really? Yeah, really. That was the one that I think shocked me the most when I was making this. I think. The one that shocked me the most as well is how low Boba Fett placed. Honestly. Because Boba Fett, yeah, at, at the time, too. at the time that I did this, Boba Fett had 2,662, which feels really low, especially considering how many more there are. I did also learn Rogue One fans, y'all are busy. <laughs> y'all have a lot to do. They have one movie. That. Come on. I yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, they have one movie to go off of. Also, Fall by- that for all it's worth. I do think it's very powerful that Bale has more than Kara. That is good to I me. Agree. I agree. Like I'm happy to see. Um, I'm happy to see my butt plug king. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> also, you, y'all told me about that. I didn't know about this before this episode. You okay, were the I one. Who, I will say, Cara Dune. While we hate her, she probably only shows up this much because of the sheer amount of Dinjarin fanfic. I was about to say, yeah. I did actually sense. when I looked up Cara Dune, the first one that came up was Cara Dune slash. Boba Fett, and I was uh, like, no, uh, okay. That was the worst day. One That's other thing. Day. That's bad day. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that does kind of not confuse me, but like, I don't know, feels weird is that Quinlan, who is in only one episode of Clone Wars and then a book, has more fan fiction than Bo Katan, who has been in quite literally every <laughs> single Dave Filoni joint, not except for misogyny his power you know you know what actually you don't fuck her no that's (laughs) i mean yeah i um, hate Bo, but like to be fair okay here's the thing though bokajan's also like a very complicated character and she's a complicated woman so i'm like okay i wonder why she's not in more fix when if she was a man she would be most certainly one of the most popular characters here's here's what i'm guessing because we're going by appearances this is like from a data perspective most of the time, if someone, even if they're like, there isn't an eminently shippable person with Bo-Katan and also there isn't like, like if like, 
if there's going to be a Kanan and Hera fic, Chopper's always going to show up. Like, you know what I mean? I don't believe that there is something like that as prevalent for Bo-Katan. There are many, there are a lot of possibilities, but there isn't like one where it's like, she's always going to show up in the back. I think that's what I'm thinking. Bo-Katan X not ruling Mandalore. (laughs) I think another really like valid point to make is that this is just based on the amount that they're tagged. There are so many authors who do not tag the characters who appear in their fic. So there are like going to be inconsistencies in this data, but we do also, this is, this is the data we have. It is what it is. You know, this is, they're going to, someone is going to see this and be like, take that person's degree away. They do not deserve to have a college degree if they are using this sort of data for a scientific purpose. This is not correct data. Fuck off. It's star Wars. Django, my love. Django should be higher. Django, I feel like I'm disappointed that he's so low, but I also like that he's right next to Shmi Skywalker. But I'm also thinking, like, I'm not entirely shocked by Django being at this point in the tier list. Boba Fett is the one that makes me be like, how are there less? I'm like, I understand that a lot of people like Maul, but I don't know how there are more Maul fix than Boba Fett fix when Boba Fett is... Boba Fett. <laughs> well, here's my here's my theory on this, and this is going to be like very gendered, so like bear with me because I I I uh, I hate talk like I'm 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 gonna just talk from personal experience. Like I didn't give a fuck about Boba Fett for like most of my life. I was like, why does everybody give a shit about this dude? Why does everybody care? Um, and then the Mandalorian came around, and I was like, oh, I am on the train. I love this man. I love him so much. I have cared about him the entire time what the hell um but even before that like a lot of the fandom for him was like dudes buying toys and reading comics and not like i you know what i'm gonna say street cis dudes because because they're but then because everybody else writing is writing fan fiction now there's a ton of fan fiction for boba it's very spicy um and also boba acts alone a lot so he do- he wouldn't show up that much in the background of other people's fix unless it's something crazy, which, so that's why I'd be interested to see how this changes over time. Obviously the batch is going to get higher and higher. Obviously yeah. Boba's going to get, just rocket to the top because he's going to get his own show. Um, there is something I was yeah. also, sorry, there was something I was also going to say about um, Boba Fett too. And this is just saying like, there are a lot of people who, love Boba Fett and who were who have been infatuated with him as I am (laughs) this whole time but the thing is is I think without Boba Fett content for so long like a lot of the content was probably written on other sites than AO3 and Boba Fett's only been in a couple episodes of The Mandalorian so there hasn't been a lot of time for that fan base to get there there's also a lot of drabbles on like other sites yeah just just to keep in mind on Tumblr well and also just like a a lot of the a lot of the I just think a lot a lot of the fandom for him is also like there's not anybody eminently shippable with him like other than the reader me Uh, well me (laughs) Boba X view is real big but like I mean there I feel like now there are yeah now there are people yeah Like there weren't before, unless you were acting a bit questionably in my opinion. Boba X Vader. Okay, now anyway, next tier. Um, let's go ahead. So our next tier is 3,000-5,000, which includes Bodhi Rook, Harris and Dula, Ezra Bridger, uh, Kanan Jarrus, Mace Windu, BB-8, Adult Yoda, 
and Grogu. Um, which is funny because you have Mace's entire lineage. Depo was unfortunately not on this list, so I did not check how many she had. But I do like that numerically it is Ezra, then Kanan, then Mace Windu, I who's in the most of that lineage. This number of Mace Windu fics that exist in the world over a lot of the characters. Like, honestly, Here's... I'm surprised that Mace Windu outpaces Thrawn. Of, of all characters, yeah. I don't think that Thrawn would outpace Here's... Mace Windu. Here's what I will say from what I when I was doing my research Mace Windu's tagged in the tagged just there in a lot of fix and you will see the higher up the list we go the characters who are higher up he is tagged in the background of a lot of their stuff so it will make sense well I think that's what I was saying earlier about like it depends on the era like yeah if we're in if we're talking about rebels we're kind of seeing just the one little rebel cell if we're talking about clone wars we have a lot of people to pick from because all the jedi interact with a lot of each other all the time in the prequels era etc and they interact with senators and they interact, like there's a lot of people to choose from if we're in the empire era it's like a little bit larger like there's rebels and there's whatever if we're in like the mandalorian again like very it's a very small pool of people i mean unless you want to get crazy with it um so like Mace Windu yeah. being in the back of a lot of fakes makes a lot of sense because if they're doing yeah. like anything with the Jedi, yeah, Yoda mm-hmm. and Mace Windu are going to be in every single one. It is very powerful, I think, as well. I agree 100%. I think um, <laughs> it is very powerful um, that like <laughs> Kanera and Ezra are in this category. That's very powerful to me. There's I like truly to see so a much one shit pony. In- in this one i feel like that's very uh valid also, yeah. Bo- also wait Bodhi. i'm Bodhi. i'm telling you rogue the devil works hard but rogue one fans work harder next is five thousand to ten thousand at the bottom it's snoke Jin, urso chewbacca cody commander cody for those of you who don't know um, Cody, my beloved cassian andor palpatine qui-gon Jin. Phasma. Phasma's in more than Palpatine? Oh, we'll get there. Din Djarin, Captain Rex. Wait, Din Djarin is that low? Din Djarin's only been around for like two years, too. So well, keep that in mind. All of his fic is also on Tumblr. Um, Captain Rex. And I was very excited to see that Rex was higher than Snoke. That made me happy for some reason. Hey, right. Um, Rose Tico. Padme Amidala. Rose Tico higher Rose than Tico Rex. Where she belongs, where, Rose, she, where she should be. I will say something. Rose Tico is a lot lower than I thought she was going to be, which is very troubling. I mean, I'm not surprised um, because of how she's been treated by the fandom. But oh, also, absolutely. Also, anyways. Hold on. Padme and Rose next to each other is fucking wild, considering that, like, Padme is like a main romantic interest who you think would be in a lot of shit and also is like the only girl in like a lot of the things and then Rose like is a character who either people would write a ton of fic for her because she got fucked over by the movies or is being ignored by the fandom which she is so for them to be next to each other is like the double misog- the layers the layers of bad is is all, it's all bad yeah anyways no anyway, oh keep, yeah keep going um, here's the next yeah truly next one is ten thousand to fifteen thousand it is just ahsoka and han solo that That is fucking hilarious that makes sense dynamic duo i wish that they had met they still could that would be i mean they won't but they could 
Um, the next category is 15,000 to 20,000 and it's just <laughs> it's just Anakin Skywalker oh, and I Luke Skywalker a dad and his son like his I father before him son. <laughs> um and do you guys want to hear the breakdown on that so here's here's another thing Luke isn't at, Anakin isn't at the top hold on here's the Go thing ahead. here's here's the caveat I will add about Anakin if you combine Anakin and Darth Vader because mm. there are a lot that are tagged separately Anakin and Darth Vader combined have uh 24,274 so they would technically be higher but because i use this list at this time uh they don't have one for that so i just put him here with the idea that i would add that caveat um anakin not tagged as anakin slash darth vader it has 18,539 and luke has 19,666. Seems low. Gay rights. Gay rights. Um, do you want to go to the next tier? Yars. Uh, so it's 20,000 to 50,000. It is Finn, Leia, Hux, who has more fix than Finn and Leia. And Anakin Skywalker? Obi-Wan Kenobi has more than Anakin, epic gay rights. Um, Poe Dameron and Rey. Oh, actually, Ray's in the wrong category. Can, um, I, just, I, actually can had... I just add one gripe that I have with the entire Star Wars fandom? Why do y'all simp so hard for Nazis? Yeah, why good are question. You, why are y'all so why. into white supremacists? You hey, um, why. actually, that leads me into, do you guys want to see the last tier? Wait, I just want to, I do want to No, I think it'll, out. it'll actually. A big shout out it, to Finn being above both Anakin and <laughs> Anakin and Luke Skywalker. I we just realized we haven't seen yet, so um, yeah, I want to see this. Yeah, last so that so bad the, feeling about who's there. I had a really yeah, good. I um, know. I had a really good tier list, and it went up to fifty thousand, and then I had to make a new tier because this person, at the time that I made this list, which was May twentieth, twenty twenty one, at five thirty a.m. EST, currently sitting at. 50,205 fix is Kylo Ren. <laughs> I hate this is I y'all hate it here. I he has here. the most the most fan fictions of any Star Wars character on AO3. He He's has a neo Nazi. You know Here's the thing too. Ray, Ray has Ray has 36,000 and he has 50,000. Yeah, actually even the disparity between the two of them is kind of crazy. Like who is they shoot? Is this it's, all it's Kylo X reader? Be, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it's split be- between Ray X reader and Hux. I don't begrudge anyone who likes Kylo Ren. Like I can understand the appeal there. It doesn't appeal to me personally, but I can see how you would get there. But for someone like Hux, whose entire role in the plot is to be a Nazi allegory, um, hey y'all. Let's it, think. It's also weird to me too because, like, at least with the Empire, they might have been like a more veiled allegory because, in context, they're not really like Nazi Nazis. But like the First Order are not even thinly veiled allegorical neo Nazis. They just are. Like everything about their characterization, uniforms, patterns of speech, the things they do, like unambiguously tied to white supremacy and i don't know again bitch like it does it just doesn't sit right with me that so many people are like i love him he's like my small bean i'm like he committed genocide on like five planets what are we doing here people and this is something we talked about last episode too so we won't go over it too much about like what 
is a redemption arc. So listen to episode three if you want to hear some of our thoughts on that so we don't rehash everything. Um, I do just think it's funny too, because as you said, with the empire, it, like the, the empire came from the Republic. So a lot of those people, I'm not excusing the empire, empire sucks, fascist regime, but a lot of the people fighting for it, and you see this in a lot of the books from that time, are still in the mindset of like, oh, this is just the Republic, but with a different name. Yeah. But obviously, well, that- if you're outside of it, you know that's not true. Or if you're in leadership or like, that is obviously not true for everyone. Well, that's also- But it is something to consider. The Empire is also, and George always said this, was also both an example, both a, uh, well, and, and, and the fact that it still is the Republic by another name um, has always been um, also a, an even bigger allegory for American imperialism. <laughs> yeah. Um, <Yep>. Here's <laughs> so. another fun thing that I think we should note. So there are uh, 2,695 uh, Kylo slash reader fix and 68 Finn slash reader fix. So um, I don't know if you guys want to, if we want to talk about that or if that's still, that's a, kind of a lot i don't know how much we can really talk about it considering it's extremely blatant yeah yeah sorry for making everyone so upset on our funny gay star wars podcast (laughs) um but (laughs) do you like my just sad laugh (laughs) we're all just like sad like looking at the screen sighing right now like i yeah it's a lot i did chug the rest of my alcoholic beverage that i've been (laughs) drinking throughout this entire episode just know that Take a shot every time Star Wars fandom is um, racist. Fucking obliterated. I'm, literally I'm gone. blackout. <laughs> Just pass <laughs> away. No, I'm literally like, Finn is one of my favorite fucking characters. And so I remember like going to AO3 and being like, la 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 What's behind it? Oh no. <laughs> like, what happened here? Um, There's nothing. I, I have no food. Nothing. Um, I hate it. Um, anyway, justice for John Boyega and justice for all of the people of color in the sequels, because I'm so sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. we also have, now. we have a new segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry um, about the racism. Anyway, yeah. I, I would just like to, to, to know on this. I don't know if we can really fit it into this episode, but I would like to have like a dialogue about race and representation in Star Wars because it is, it has been and continues to be abysmal. Um, I know that like we're seeing brown and black people on the screen just because we're there does not mean that it's fucking good. And we really got to stop giving these writers credit for this literal like garbage. Tech being a white man is fucking weird. Tech is it's literally Griffin McElroy. He literally looks like Griffin McElroy. Somebody mm-hmm. said it on TikTok. Don't say that about Not Griffin like McElroy. Griffin, I'm so sorry. No, I'm like, I, I, I love Tech and I love the Bad Badge, but I saw that and I went, yeah, I mean, he, he looks like Griffin McElroy. And um, also like in this episode, he's like literally blonde in natural light. It's like, oh, that's a, that is like a blonde like- white man. It's like a redhead, honestly. It's just like, who yeah. is this white man? This is not my brown Star Wars ginger. Yeah, it's super disheartening, especially as like a Pacific Islander, that Tamara Morrison being literally all the that's first of all, there's so many implications there. Um, just there's so much to unpack, and once again, this is not the episode for that. Um, 
but how exhausting it is to it continually is. watch just this happen and like there's you know because because this is something I want to enjoy I'm trying very hard to like you know process it but you you can here's the thing you should be critical of all media you consume especially the things that you love um and it's it gets to a point where it's like hey like it fucking sucks that this is this can be quoted quote representation but like no actually it's super fucking isn't and it's super disheartening to see it on screen um and especially like then this is another entirely different thing um with just like the overall whitewashing of the clones because yes they are brown but then like i see sometimes i see fan art and i'm like okay you're you are making them darker but you are not making them tomorrow morrison's shade you are you're just like you know that this person's supposed to be brown so you're just making them brown and that's hey guys there are so many different like colors of people that exist um and specifically in indigenous communities in the pacific alone um that it's like whoa what the fuck are you guys like on um yeah anyways no you were gonna say something (laughs) Um, on the fan art note, one of the other really weird things that I see is they'll totally uh, add more Eurocentric facial features to the clones or to like Boba or Django. And I'm like, that's like, if you look up a picture of Tem, he looks nothing like half of the fan art of any of the clones. And I'm like, it's not hard. They all have the same face. It can't be this complicated. Like, and also something that was noted, I saw a post about this a long time ago. As the seasons of Clone Wars go on, they get lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter. And it's fucking weird. Like, it's so not hard to accomplish, and yet. This is the thing, too. It's like, you see this as tech has the second most amount of fan fiction tagged on AO3, other than Hunter. Um, Which makes me be like, hey, guys. Tech has had maybe the least lines of all of the members of the Bad Batch. And he is... um, the whitest, and I am worried that we are Ben Solo-fying him and saying like, oh, he's such him a- crosshair. It's like, oh, he's such a sweet baby. You know, he's my special boy. Exactly, with crosshair as well. Like the two like white members of the Bad Batch, they're getting yeah. babified. And, and it's grown me, ass like, men. Truly, and it gets me too is like, there are so many ways if they were really like we want to make a white character like you could have made like an actual albino clone and had it still be very representative of a group that is admittedly underrepresented with people with albinism and you could have that be a thing but no it's like no this is just like a white man it's absolutely too not saying like oh you shouldn't like these characters or you shouldn't enjoy fan content about these characters it really is more like let's think critically about why there is so much more content for these characters who are so much less, either less central to the story or have less development than other characters. If you have your main character, you have so much content for them that you're like, I want to expand on these side characters. So I'm going to write more about tech and crosser. Like I can understand the logic there, but it's also really important to keep in mind, like, why is there so much more? Why is there so much more? Just epic critical thinking moment, Star Wars fandom, and fandom in general. Um, and this is certainly not to attack any individual. This is just a general critique of fandom and how fandom deals with race. Yeah. Jess, were you going to say something? I just wanted to say, like, with the whole regards to whitewashing clones, 
I've always gotten really upset looking at like comments on like videos about that because people are just like, why are you trying to cancel like, like the show now? It's not canceling anything. You can think critically and still like something. You should think critically about the stuff you consume, honestly. It's honestly, it's a sign of love. Like it, if it, if it were insulting enough that it w- was not worth people's time and I was telling people not to watch it, I would be telling people not to watch it and then I wouldn't be talking about it. I wouldn't be asking for better and I wouldn't be posting about it. Like the the whole, like it's, a, it comes out of love. It comes out of like, you know, you know, when I make, when I make jokes about like, Hey, Hey Disney, why are you trying to make Tarkin a fruit? Um, that's insulting. Um, you're or, or, all kinds of shit like that. It's like, it's, it's, it's because I, I am, it's because it makes it hurtful to consume this thing that I like, not because I'm saying, oh no, fuck this thing. It, it comes from a place of like love and hurt, actually. They're giving us crumbs and we're allowed to be upset at the fact that they're, they're giving us crumbs and we want more. We made this because we're five queer people who want to fucking talk about this type of shit. So this is not the last time we're going to talk about this under any circumstances um because the whole point at least for me of joining in this podcast was to have fun yes but also like as five queer people with fucking platforms as people who in this podcast to include people of color who include jewish people who include women like we want to talk about this type of shit it's gonna be on there like and that's important for me to know because if anyone's listening to this and they're like this isn't what i signed up for too fucking bad all of us here we consume other shit like, you know, I spent all of today listening to, I, I, I listen to a ton of audio dramas and listen to webtoons and sh- listen to webtoons, read webtoons, Jesus Christ, uh, and shit like, like, and, and support like independent media, whatever that has gay people in it and is made by people of color and like all that kind of shit that I highly enjoy. And I talk about all the time. Um, that being said, that doesn't, like, one can do both. Um, that doesn't take away from the fact that, um, some pe- some things have a gigantic impact on the industry as a whole and also just that um they should be held to a higher standard it's not okay anymore um yeah is it great that we have um four latino characters in star wars great it's awesome um i i don't see a single female uh, fe- like a uh, prominent female Latina and you made Poe Dameron a, well, I'm sorry, we had the Martez sisters and we made them and Poe Dameron spice runners. So fuck you. Here <laughs> Lucas you go Films, Lucasfilms, let's work on it. Let's, 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 let's do better, it. bestie. Um, Anyways, yes. I have a new segment I would like to bring to the table. Yes. Yes. Let's end on a high note, besties. <laughs> It's called, is it legends or did I just make it up? Um, It's exactly what it says on the tin. Um, (laughs) Basically, I am going to say a fact and my great co-hosts are going to have to either guess if this legends or did I, Mel, make it up? No. Um, Are you, are we ready? I don't think I've ever been more ready for anything in my life. All right. Fact one. Yaddle got fridged. That's real. That's false. I I feel like we... 
I don't actually know what happened to Yaddle. I don't know. I'm about, I'm about wait, to Wait, okay. Like, so, wait. We need to talk about the premise of this as well, is that this is specifically from Legends. Yes. I would say that this is false. True. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote false, but I actually don't know anything about Yaddle, so I don't know why I'm speaking. I see, I wanna say false, but pardon me also would think it it shouldn't be funny, but I think it would be funny if it's true. So I'm gonna say true. <laughs> well, everyone, in legends, the only reason Obi-Wan is alive is because Yaddle was killed by a chemical weapon that she absorbed with the force. <gasps> Yaddle got fridged. <laughs> Yaddle pulled Yaddle pulled a cane in to Obi-Wan's Ezra. Basically. I I think it was it was more of like the entire planet than just Obi-Wan, but when I was reading the Legends page, it kind of framed it like, oh, Yaddle and Obi-Wan. Yaddle, Obi-Wan, and Anakin all went to this planet, and then a chemical weapon happened, and she was like, I'm absorbing it with the force, and then fucking died. So that's great. Epic Yaddle moment. Epic Yaddle moment. Will Grogu follow in Yaddle's footsteps, not clickbait? I can't with you. Grogu gets fridged, not clickbait. Next, is it Legends or did Mel just make it up? There is a Jizz family band with members named Nautag, Leia, and Luca. True. I vote true. I'm going to say you're gonna say true. Actually, I'll uh, say false. I'll be the objector. I'll say false. Oh, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Because here's what I'm thinking. This is really specific. Go with but your I also, But I also know Mel very well at this point, <laughs> so I'm thinking it's possible that they were like, "No, listen, I can, I can fool." Make a jizz it. joke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm gonna say that it's false. Well, in Legends, there is a family, a jizz family band with members go. named Nautag, Leia, and Luca. I gotta get out of here. Immediately. I love oh that. The, fa- <laughs> the, the family, like, when I, like, basically how I did this was I went on Wikipedia, hit random page as many times as I humanly could, found a Legends page, and I was like, okay, what's, what's interesting here? And the fact that I found this, this was like one of the first goddamn things I found, made me feel insane. I was like, what? And like, I, I am never, <laughs> I'm never gonna get over the time <laughs> that Julia uh, was like on Wikipedia, just says that food may sometimes contain bones. Hey guys, that hey guys. lives in my brain rent um, free. Julia at Julia Christine 77, icon, um, friend of the pod. We can't talk about Wikipedia with me here because oh, yeah, I, so I am their enemy. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is real quick. I did try to add a page for the concept of numbers onto Wikipedia and it got deleted three times. And then one of the moderators of Wikipedia sent me a message and was like, Hey, can you stop? Anyway, there was more to the story. He he will not be named. That's, that's Ollie's Joker origin (laughs) story. That's my Kylo moment. He? I heard he who would not be named, and I just think of he. Oh. Love he. No, he would never do that to Ollie. Anyways, we still have two more facts. Ready? Next fact. Kit Fisto has a twin brother named Keo. Real. Also Force-sensitive. Real. False. I don't know. I, I said false last time, and I was wrong, but I'm going to go with false again. I'm going with real for every single I want to meet my, my brother-in-law, Keo. <laughs> 
leave me, leave me the fuck alone. On this Fisto I hate Friday, will on we this find Fisto out? Friday, I'll say just for the fact it's Fisto Friday when we for, are recording. For me and Ollie, I'll it's say true. not Fisto Friday anymore. It's one a.m. <laughs> oh no! Well, every day's Fisto Friday when you have the energy, when you have the emotion. True. Well, I hate to tell you, I did make that up. No. Yes, I was right. <laughs> I was right. I'm. Oh my god. Finally, just died for three so far. Jess, you were doing fucking great. And Jess second of all, winning. I do believe that there is. I think it might have been Kit Fisto's master, or no, I think it was. He had an uncle who was also force sensitive, so it wasn't too close from, like it wasn't far from the reality of the situation. But didn't he also have so like a right baby now. with Ayla Sakura or it's something? Something there was some yeah. crazy shit in the Legends page. Anyways, was, um, do we? Uh, right. Do we? Is everyone keeping score? Keeping track of their score? Because I'm currently have, sitting at zero. I, oh, I got right now. two. I think Jess is in the lead. At- at three for three. Jess is dominating. All right, here we go. Are you ready for the last? I'm ready. The finale. Yes. Rahara Wick from Master and Apprentice was born in 69 BBY. True or false? True. 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 Jess? Yes. Although real Avaros would be funnier. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll go with true also. According to Wikipedia, she was born 69 BBY. Yes! Nice. Let's I go. Nice. I looked up I looked up the year 69 BBY to see what I could find interesting in there and that Please was tell me you looked also look up 420. I have not, but there's always there's always time. There's always time. I got all of them right. Yeah! I'm truly Just the winner this week. I think it's it's what Jess first, then Claudia, then Noah, and then me with one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was the funniest one of all. So sorry, besties. We're a little um, we're a little crazy today. We also started like... the episode with book. Yeah, we did start this episode just fucking buckwild. <laughs> this like one a.m. for Claudia and and Ollie. I am like slightly tipsy right now. It's yeah. sick. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> Jess is sick and drunk. <laughs> for those of you who have stuck with us this far, thank you so much. Um, we appreciate again, you. Like. We are still in the fledgling phases of this podcast. Um, I feel like I'm excited. This is like our first real unhinged episode. Yeah. I Bold feel- of you assume that not <laughs> Okay. Funny. You know I'm, what I mean. I'm so sorry, but I did just remember the fic that I was going to do if we ended up having time for um, 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 Name That Ship. And I do feel like it's a good way to end this episode. Absolutely. Let's do it. Go for yeah. it. Fuck it. The fic is called clipped wings to keep us from flying Please. all right let's go because <clears throat> this is you're y'all are about to get thrown for a loop oh no character a is paired with clone character b character c gets the original tentacles wait it's an ot3 <laughs> oh, what it's an OT3? no no it's an ot it's it's just two people or is it because there's a clone Oh, so oh, okay, oh. so so there's okay. Let me guess. There's did you say two people? Plus, yes, I did. There are two people plus another pairing that is a clone, a the clone, original person, yes. and someone else. Yes. So it's it's person A, person B, B, and then person, person B's clone, person, person C. One. <laughs> yes. And would you remember? Here are some of the tags. Tentacles. Consenticles. I'm not going to read all of them because some of them are just a lot. 
body modification, non-consensual body modification, what? Uh, hugs, what? <laughs> disguise, disguise, fashion disasters, blood and gore, minor character death, medical experimentation, her comfort. What the hell? Okay, I have to ask, is the clone character, like, a clone character? Like, one of... (laughs) No. All right. It's just... Okay, era. What era are we in? Yeah, can we give era on rating? Um, I hope it's rated E. is explicit. (laughs) Era, however, becomes challenging because one of these characters is from the sequels. (gasps) The other one is not from the sequels. He's from... Is one Palpatine? No. Thank God. But okay. So keep Ray. that in mind. Ray. Wait, no. Poe. No. No. Ray. What? No, I want to hear finish. Milo. Hux. Hux. <gasps> <laughs> and then the other character is from the time in between the sequels or the prequels and the original. Is it Thrawn? No. Yes, it is. Mithron Yorodo <laughs> and Armitage Hux. Hux. I hate it here. Which I one's the tentacle clone? I don't know. Thrawn's the clone? Oh, yeah, Thrawn's the clone. Can you look? Armitage is paired. They call him Armitage. He's oh. paired with clone Thrawn. Eli gets the original. Shut the fuck I up. I fucking hate it here. here so is the- I hate it here so goddamn I much. I think I've, I saw that thick metal. I think <laughs> I saw it. I no, yes. just I think I saw it too because I remember hearing that and being like, I swear I've heard these tags before. I was no. coveting. I was coveting this as a secret when we were like, you know, going through the Ao3 tags. I would, I would like purposely be like, okay, we're gonna be quiet now. We're not gonna <laughs> say anything. Got to be careful. Got to keep this under wraps. I've had this for two weeks now. How many words is it? Um, it's sixteen thousand words in seven chapters. Wait, complete. Wait, can you read not the complete. description? The description. The description. <clears throat> when was it updated? Updated last <laughs> August 2020. Oh my god. <laughs> but it was first going on then. But it was first published in July of 2019. Uh, so they could still update. So they could still update. <laughs> and here's right, here's the summary. <clears throat> Finally freed from his father's control, Armitage Huck is ready to begin his new life with Thrawn far away from the influence of the First Order. However, a surprise visit from Eli Vanto, who is searching for his past lover, could suddenly send things all back right into the lion's den. I feel like I feel like if something were to happen to me right now, it'd probably be for the best. Oh, absolutely. Same. Like, I'm so I sorry, think everyone. I think we're, we, we can be done here <laughs> for, the, um, for the evening. Hey, Bessie, why did you inflict this on us? Um, Because I have had it in my brain for two weeks now, and I felt like if I kept it inside any longer, I would literally die. <laughs> um, fuck or die? No. Tell your friends about fanfic or die. Um, it's like the fucking ring. And so now viewers, uh, you know, I will quickly. say, I am happy about everything you ever, after everything we've subjected you to, you still consider us friends. Yeah. Real quickly, yeah. I want to drop some jest lore that like uh, on Christmas Eve last year, <laughs> my, <laughs> my, um, when we were driving to get some food for Christmas, it was raining that day. And um, when my father was driving, he kind of swerved the car and like, it felt like we were going to crash. And while he was driving, I was reading explicit Boba Fett X-Reader fanfic. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm going to die reading Boba Fett X-Reader. <laughs> what a way to go, though. I think Jess Lore moment. 
Thank you so much for joining us this week for RuPalp's Pod Race. Episodes drop some usually on Sundays. For updates and more cursed shit, follow us on social media. RuPalp's Pod Race on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you've got the time, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us a lot. We'll see you next week for another episode. May the force be with you. And don't. Oh, fuck me. Crip it up. <laughs> waka, 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 waka. Waka, waka. <laughs>